I was away last weekend and so I didn't get to preach in the parish that I, like I would have liked to. And so I'm going to take the opportunity this Sunday to address the issue of residential schools head on. Maybe it's good that it was delayed by a week just so some things could settle before speaking about it. But I'm not going to talk about it at all from any political standpoint or sociological, historical, none of those things. If you want to see more about that, I posted a couple things on the parish Facebook page yesterday um, concerning that, and I might post a couple more things again today. Or if you want to come speak to me after Mass or any other time, I have some experience with all of this. But I think the important question for us to address at Mass here is as Catholics, what do we do with this information? As a Catholic, what do I do with this information that has come out, which is not really new, it's just a new occurrence of evil perpetrated by people within the church? How did you react when you heard what came out from the residential school in Kamloops? Was your first reaction maybe to be defensive of the church, to want to give reasons why it was justified, or to defend the goodness of the church in the midst of that moment? Were, was your faith maybe shaken by it, questioning whether being Catholic is what you should be? Maybe you tried just not to think about it. That's something that happened a long time ago in people that I never knew. That's just another world, another place that doesn't really concern my life. All those reaction, reactions are justified, right? We react how we, how we react. But what do we do with the information? How do we deal with it moving forward? Simple answer is be like Jesus, because that's always the answer, right? So what does Jesus do? Jesus willingly accepts the punishment justified or not. Jesus allows everything of his life to move others towards being reconciled with the Father. And Jesus, no matter what happens, remains firm in faith and firm in the truth. Which is a nice idea, but what does that mean for us? To reflect further on how we be like Jesus in the midst of all this. The image I want to take is of the body. Because the church is not an organization or a corporation. People from the outside looking in see us that way. But the church is so much more than just its visible structures, than its hierarchy. It's so much more than that. The church is the body of Christ. It is all of those of us who have been baptized and have received the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's what unites us. That's what makes us the church. And so the way of looking at ourselves and understanding ourselves is not as an organization with its structures, but as a body. And those things that are perpetrated by members of the church, members of the body, that are evil, is like cancer. If you know just a little bit about what cancer is, cancer is your own cells that stop allowing themselves to be regulated by the body as a whole and go and do their own thing. That's what cancer is. Cancer is not 
some disease that comes into you infecting your body from outside. It's from within your own body. And it stops, certain cells stop acting for the good of the whole body and do their own thing. And that becomes cancer. This is what evil perpetrated by members in the church is to the body of Christ. It's a cancer. So what do we do? For me, there's three things. The first is that it's shared, for better or worse. When St. Paul uses the image of the body describing the church, he says, when one member suffers, all members suffer. This is part of what we accept in the Christian life, is that for good or for evil, we share in it together. We share in the glory of the saints, but we also share in the suffering perpetrated by evil men and women. It's something that we collectively take on, and that is not an easy thing. And you know that, right? Because what do people think now when they think of Catholic? And we carry that because we are part of the same body. And that's a hard thing to live with. But what we remember when we do this is When someone is sick with cancer, it's just a part of the body. When somebody develops cancer, we don't just go, well, body's no good anymore, let's get rid of it. No, the cancer is the problem, not the body. And so you fight the cancer. You don't fight the whole body. The body is good. The cancer has gone astray. And so you fight what is not supposed to be there in the body to start with. Which brings me to the second thing. It is a battle, not an oasis. Sometimes we fall into the temptation that our life as Christians, our life in the church, is a refuge from the world. That we live our life of faith, we come to Mass on Sunday because it's our escape from the chaos of the world around us. It's not. The church is a battlefield. The church simply provides us the means and the way through the chaos of life. What's the error of the young when it comes to health? I'm invincible. I can do anything and I'll just bounce right back. That's treating your body like an oasis, like there's nothing evil that could possibly come in. And when we do that in our Christian life, when we treat it as a place just of comfort and refuge, that's when we're susceptible to evil. That's what happened with these men and women in residential schools. What has happened in many different scandals in the church, what more senior priests have told me is those who did those things, they stopped praying long before they acted in abuse in any way. They got comfortable in their way of life, and they were no longer connected to the body. They were doing their own thing. They stopped fighting against evil long before they ever did these horrible, horrible things. We have to be heightenedly aware that what we are fighting in the Christian life is not just the physical evils that are around us. What we acknowledge in the spiritual life is that there is a battlefield that goes on in the soul and that we have to constantly be diligent towards 
doing that so that we don't let evil creep in. Because nobody wakes up one day and goes, oh, I want to do something awful. Evil is subtle and creeps in. Third thing, we have to remember what the source of our life is. Right? Language is important. When somebody has cancer, we don't call them, well, they're a cancer patient. We say, they have cancer. Because being a cancer patient is not what they are. They have cancer, but there's so much more. Because what happens if I'm a cancer patient? Well, if I'm a cancer patient, then my whole life becomes defined by having cancer. And that's it. But if I have cancer, then I choose what I do with the life that I'm given, within the limits of being ill. But my life is infinitely greater than just this evil that is present in me. In the life of the church, our life is Christ, which is so much more than just the physical expression in the church. St. Paul tells us today in his letter to the Corinthians, we walk by faith, not by sight. Our life of faith is infinitely greater than the physical manifestation in the church. Because Christ is the head of the body. And we cannot fall into the trap, any one of us, that leaders in the church are the source of your faith. We can never be the source of your faith. Please, God, let us be helps to your faith, instruments to help that faith grow, but we are not the source of your faith. Christ alone is. And that's important because we are all members of the same body and anyone is susceptible to the same evils. But if the hierarchy of the church, if the leaders in the church become the source of your faith, then when one falls, that shakes the entirety of your faith. And I'm sure every one of us knows somebody who has left the church because that's what they've done. They've allowed the members of the church to manifest faith for them and not have faith in Christ himself, first and foremost. When we do these things, we become like Jesus. When we willingly accept to suffer with and to bear the punishment justified or not, we become like Christ. When we struggle against evil, moving towards the Father all the time, moving away from just taking comfort, we become like Jesus who tries to reconcile everything to the Father. And when we acknowledge Christ as the source of our life, we become like Jesus who remains firm in faith and in truth in his relationship with the Father. Why is this so important? Because this is something essential that we have to work through in our Catholic life. Because probably more than any other Christian denomination, as Catholics, we hold the manifestation of God through created things, that God chooses to manifest himself through broken creation. And because of that, we have to wrestle with and come to understand for ourselves how can good be present even though evil is right there next to it, 
especially when it's done by people who are intended to be the source of good in the life of the church. We have to face that in our own prayer, in our own Christian life. Because if we don't, then we fall into the traps of being defensive, of not wanting to think about it, or just abandoning ship. We have to face that with Christ. To go, how are you present? Because what is there is not saying the whole thing is bad. It is a cancer. It is a cancer in the church. Let's treat it that way. Let's fight against it. Let's suffer together. And let's remember that Christ is the one that we follow, first and foremost.